Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Apologies for the late start, but uh, here we are nonetheless. Welcome to the KWUR Theater of the Air. I'm David Reinstrom. My name is David Brunel Brutman. And uh, welcome to tonight's fabulous show. In fact, we have something very exciting, very gentle, very slow-paced for you today. Explosions! Explosions! This week on KWUR Theater of the Air. Nothing but explosions. Explosions. All the time. All, All day long. Constant explosions blasting out of your speakers at 3,000 RPM. <laughs> it's like a war zone in here. Ah! We're good. We're good. Dave, there is no more, right? No more explosions in this explosion show? No. What? A show themed around explosions. Ah! Th- those were manly squeals from me. <laughs> Explosions! Explosions tonight, yes. Yes! <laughs> we decided that to, to celebrate tonight's show, uh, in which we will have episode two of Sky Pirates, uh, we would feature the, the finest rapid expansions of gas that mankind has to offer. Uh, or at least modern science. Not unlike those. I am never going to stop playing these explosions. Like like one of these. Thank you, Dave. You're welcome. It's just never going to stop. It never ends. Um, but we are going to begin tonight with an episode. <clears throat> you all right over there? You seem to be exploding. We're good. Okay. <laughs> now, tonight we're going to begin the show... Oh, I was expecting you to do it again, but thank you for not. Uh, tonight we're going to begin the show with an episode that we did... Did a long time ago. It's called Spider Bat. And it is. And it features explosion. It's true. Some of my favorites, actually. But uh, I think I think we'd we'd better get started with that, don't you? Yes, indeed. So without further ado, enjoy the explosions of Spider Bat. Yes. Forgive us one second. I shall now entertain you with a with a delightful anecdote from my years as a juggler in the court of Louis the Fourteenth. Please don't do that. I am a very talented raconteur. The city of Milwaukee. In these dark streets, crime is king. <laughs> You'll never catch me, coppers! He's headed for the roof! But one man keeps the night safe. Stop right there. Let go of me! Who are you? I... And Spider Bat. My name is Derek Powers. When I was ten years old, my parents were poisoned by a small-time criminal. Food poisoned. They got better in about a week, but from that day on, I swore to fight crime wherever it hid its slimy head. I trained for twenty years under the world's foremost martial artists. Taking the two animals man fears the most as my emblems, the spider and the bat, I nightly don the cape and mask of Spider Bat. Powers! Get in here! Yes, Mr. St- I'm- <coughs> Yes, Mr. Stonewall? Is there something wrong with your voice, Powers? No, I'm feeling great. Why'd you call me into your office, Mr. Stonewall? Well, I called you in here, Derek, because your sales are down. 
Now listen, as a label representative, you need to get the word out to those artists. You need to make sure that you're signing people at least three times a month. Yes, sir, Mr. Stonewall, sir. Now, I don't know what kind of weird, creepy hobbies you've got that would prevent you from doing effective work. Like painting miniatures, going to anime conventions. Swooping around in capes at weird hours of the morning? What? No, who does that? Does what? What you said. Well, I didn't say anything. Listen, Powers, you can't screw with me. I'm your boss, all right? I am the chairman of this company, and it is our job to produce quality music. Now, we pay you a lot of money. Yes, you do. I mean a lot of money. That is, tr that is a true fact. So, your job is to be worth the amount of money that I pay you. Yes, sir. Now, go out there and get me some lucrative recording contracts. Absolutely, Mr. Stonewall. I'm on the job. Derek, hey. Oh, hey, Penelope. Hey, uh, I heard Mr. Stonewall yelling at you again. <laughs> oh, well, you know, he's a good man at heart. I hate babies! Uh, yeah, anyway, so there's this music festival thing on Friday night. Friday night? I mean, <clears throat> Friday night? Yeah, uh, Stonewall's making me go. It's like an underground, uh, music thing. I thought, well, you know, if you want to go with me, <laughs> that'd be cool. You know what, Penelope? I'd love to, but I'm... Busy. <coughs> busy, then. Uh, oh, um, no, that's cool. Like, I totally understand. Like, uh, you know, I'll just go. I'll, I'll, I'll go alone. It's, it's completely cool. Well, maybe I can meet you there, uh, you know, a little later on. Uh, all right, that sounds cool. Yeah, I'll be there. Okay. All right. Cool. I'll see you later, Penelope. Yeah, see you, Derek. Bye. Penelope, run down to the coffee shop and get me a latte. And use real goat's blood this time. <sighs> yeah, all right. Thanks, Penelope. Later at the Underground Music Festival. I have Chuck Taylor. Look at my shoes. Look at my shoes. Tambourine. Tambourine. The tambourine is green. Yeah. green. Unnecessary horn track. Look at my shoes. Shoo, shoo, shoo. Look at my shoes. Thank you very much. Hey, Stephanie. So, what do you hey, do what's up, Penelope? And you know, I'm I'm cool. I, that that band wasn't exactly my cup of joe, <laughs> so to speak. Yeah, I, I don't really dig the whole, you know, whiny punk rock. <laughs> I thought they were great. Yeah, you would. Um, so you here with anyone? Or... Ah! Oh, what was that? It was me. Oh no! It's that mysterious can man. That's right. It's me, Canarero. No! Yes. No! No, I'm pretty sure it's me. Everyone be cool, or I'll cream the lot of ya with bullets. Stephanie, get behind me. I don't like this guy. Oh my god, oh my god. What do you want? What I've always wanted, Penelope. I mean, random girl. How do you know my name? The criminal element knows all. 
when I was hideously deformed in a terrible canning accident, I was given the power of knowing pretty much everyone's name in Milwaukee. So what do you want? I kind of want to own the Milwaukee Brewers! You can have them. They suck. Also, twenty billion dollars in gold bullion. Fine, then what are you doing here? I... I'm taking hostages! You'll be first! Oh! Not so fast, Cannery Row. <gasps> Spider-Bat, I knew you'd come here. I always come here. Uh, oh, you do? No. Oh, okay. Spider-Bat, help! Penelope! <laughs> Penelope! How do you know her name? You're not a criminal. Well, when I studied under the... In the far east... It's time to fight! Spider-Bat, have you eaten today? Yes, as a matter of fact, I ate dinner before I came here. Well, how's about it after dinner snack? Have some cream corn! With bullets! Spider-Bat! You dodged those bullets so deftly! Spider-Bat, you won't stop me! I'll take over Milwaukee! I'll own the Brewers! And when I'm done, I'll turn this entire godforsaken city into a microwave oven! And then I'll shoot it! With bullets! <laughs> no! You're not very good at keeping in theme, Cannery Row. And it's gonna get you hurt. Yeah, we'll keep this in theme. You're about to get beans, Spider-Bat. I mean, I'm about to throw this economy-sized tub of green beans at you. Also, there's a bomb in it! Look out! Where are your vaunted superpowers now, Spider-Bat? Aren't you paying any attention to the intro? I don't have superpowers. It's, it's kind of a martial arts-acquired... Detective skill. Look, that's enough. Ah, you crush me. Armor all dented. Can't move limbs. Must talk like this. Looks like you're past your expiration date, Cannery Row. And now to save Penelope. Don't worry, mysterious girl stranger. I'll save you. Oh, Spider Bat, you're so strong and. Oddly familiar looking. There's no time for that now, Penelope. Get out of here. Run as fast as you can and don't look back. Specifically at my face. Thank you, Spider-Bat. I'll never forget you. And now it's time to find out who Cannery Row really is. Mr. St Mr. Stonewall. The record executive. I assume... How do you know who I am? Explain that one, fat boy! Uh... Judo chop! Oh, unconscious. And now to cuff you? <clears throat> and use my cellular telephone to call the commissioner. Damn it, no service. I'll have to move to a better area. Can you hear me now? Another crime foiled. But the night never ceases to sow new seeds of villainy. And when they sprout, I'll be there, reaping the harvest. I am Spider-Bat. Woo! This is the K-Worth Theater of the Air, here on KWUR 90.3 FM. We'll be right back after a short break.
Theater of the Air here on KWUR 90.3 FM. Clayton. If you're feeling particularly discriminatory, you can listen online at www.kwur.com. Point. Punctus. 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 All right. That's for Professor Arch if she is listening. <laughs> this week on the KWUR Theater of the Air, explosions! Yes! <laughs> we are such little boys. <laughs> I am are. okay with that. I am I am okay with that. I am willing to admit my immaturity. I'm willing to admit that explosions are awesome. Mm. What was it that C.S. Lewis said when I turned 50? I put away childish things, such as the fear of appearing childish. Uh, I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, when I Lewis. turned 50, I hope that I don't put away my... Explosions. Explosions is the theme of our show because they seem to come up so frequently in so much of our uh, our oeuvre. It, it, especially in this week's episode of Sky Pirates, which is what we will be playing for you shortly. Yes. So keep your ears peeled for that. Ew. <laughs> Ow, actually. That makes me think of... Like, you should... Okay, you should be wearing sunscreen. I'm imagining that your ears have a, a sort of an artificial plastic wrap layer on them. Oh, see, that's much more charitable. I was imagining horrible, gross, nasty, sunburnt ears with, like, layers of skin that sort of flake like uh, like albacore tuna right out of the can. Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, that could be caused by a severe sunburn or perhaps <laughs> no. an explosion. <laughs> Do you want to play the episode? Yes. All right, folks. Without further ado, here is episode two of Sky Pirates. We hope you enjoy it. Feel yourself transported. Sit upon the ocean breezes. Feel the gentle, sweeping, oceanly sounds. And cast you. The coast of Monaco. The sun, high in its arc, scintillates on a shoal of fish gaily swimming in the warm waters of the Mediterranean. They curve and bank around a set of four concrete pilings sunk in the bay, to each of which is attached a long steel cable. Traveling up these cables a few hundred feet, we find... Stay. <laughs> Stay. The world's only airborne casino. Come on, Tiger, get lucky. Captain Gulliver Nash of the airship Feathered Beagle, his gunnery sergeant Taggart, and his helmsmen are gambling away their earnings. Actually, I'm doing pretty well. Flush with cash as they are, having lately robbed the workshop of one Baron Klaus von Grupp, villain and industrialist. Yeah, I got shot. I remember. You got better. Well, it, uh... Gentlemen, betting has finished. Please show your cows. Uh, 20? 14. 25. Bust. And I draw 19. The pot goes to Captain Nash. You are doing well. I told you. 
Nash is an accomplished gambler, important in his profession. What's that, you ask? The profession of a rogue, a swindler, a mad hero, a highwayman of the air. Gulliver Nash and his crew are Sky Pirates. Thanks for that. Yeah. Doesn't it bother you that I'm winning your money, Mr. Taggart? Better you than the hoose. I cannot rob the hoose while it sleeps. Yeah. You might try staying every once in a while. That's sort of how blackjack works. Next clown, gentlemen. Auntie Yip. Have you seen George, Captain? I believe, Mr. Stegman, that she is playing at craps. She was muttering something about algorithms when we debarked. Here's an algorithm. I'm going all in. You're completely bats, Taggart. That's also not an algorithm. First clown, gentlemen. It or stay. Hit. Hit. I will hit as well, and leave us all a moment to consider, as the pot is formidable at present. What's next on the agenda, Nash? Why not Mexico? It seems like the heat is off from that Belgian thing, but I might like to swing by the Americas again nonetheless. Doesn't hurt to get some distance from the continent. Okay, and the next one begins. Hit. Hit. Suddenly... A massive blast rends the wall asunder. The air is filled with smoke, plaster, and the metallic scent that always follows a detonation of high-grade stable explosive. That would be Cordite. Yes. My God! The dealer's dead from shock. He'll be fine. At the deck! The trio dropped to the floor. Gentlemen, my keen deductive sense tells me we've been boarded. Risking his neck, Nash takes a look at the card table. Okay. Uh, Stegman, you busted. Taggart, you busted. And I got 21 in the pot comes to me. You did not. God's own truth. Now is not the time for cards. You're right, Stegman. Taggart, did you bring grenades? Captain, my God, we're in a public place. Taggart, did you bring grenades? Yes. Taggart opens his jacket to reveal two huge belts of grenades. What we need now is a distraction. Hand me a flashback. Tracing a map in the red plush carpet, Nash constructs a plan. I throw the grenade, we run towards the craps tables and rescue George. Steg, you head back up to the Beagle and get her started out. Taggart, George, and I will rally the crew. Captain, it's soldiers. It's a bloody platoon. They're getting closer. Close your eyes. The flashbang grenade explodes in a blazing corona of light and sound. Run! Run, by God! Taggart with me! Nash and Taggart draw steel and race over to the craps table. Difficult to see in the smoke. George! George! Hold your fire! Everyone hold your fire! Nash, what is wrong with you? Get over here! George? Our heroes take shelter behind a set of overturned game tables. A makeshift barricade. George and the rest of the crew have marshaled the other gamblers into a fighting force. Walk into my firing line! Are you bloody crazy? The shank here would have shot you. He's anxious to try out his new toy. It is my pearl-handled automatic 38 caliber. American-made. It's very nice. Let's wave sergeant. Ready! George, we've got to get out of here. These men just keep on coming. Who has this kind of money? They're not men, Nash. Tag out ready grenades. Men, fire a volley and scatter on my mark. They're not men. Grenade! Open fire! Run! What are you talking about, George? No time now. We're Stegman. Went ahead, starting up our engines. They approach the casino's entrance. A cashier cowers behind his desk. Oh, my winnings. Uh, my name's Gulliver Nash. You know my account. Come on. Bye. Running through the sunlit hall to the docking bay, they stop, seeing... The uniform. There's one. He hasn't seen us. Only one of them. I'll knock him out. Nash. Creeping forward, Nash strikes the mercenary at the base of the skull with the haft of his saber. Aha! Clang. Nash stares hopelessly into the eyes of his intended victim glowing red eyes, the eyes of a machine. 
hostile protocol engaged. Ah! Thinking quickly, Nash grabs the mechanical man's rifle, clubs it in the head, and tosses the man out of a window. I told you, I'm bleeding told you. To the ships! Everyone, to your ships! Too rattled to argue, the gamblers make their way to their ships and escape. Well, most do. The feathered beagle is among those that manage to escape. A sigh is heaved by all. For now. Back aboard the casino, however, two figures poke through the wreckage. One is stocky and round, and the other... The other... Well, this is another fine mess you've got made. In my defense, Baron, their logic cores are still prototypes. I cannot control them as well as I would have liked. I'm not made of money. You have to work with what I give you, Bladebot. Yes, sir. Nash's ship is gone, but we might have trapped one of their crew. Or the man himself. My circuits tingle with delight, sir. Don't be cute. We're doing this for Lady Magdalena for the scratch, not for the fun. Stay sharp. That won't be difficult, sir. Grup's companion is the dread mechanical construct known as Bladebot. Powerful, dangerous, and worst of all, imbued with human intelligence... Bladebot serves as the commander of Grupp's experimental mechanical soldiers. I believe the proper term these days is robot. Robot? But it used in a Czech play. Well, uh, how does it work? You're a robot. I've been meaning to ask. Good question. It's, uh... It's a little complicated. But suffice to say is that Bladebot controls the robot soldiers via radio commands. Baron, I found a survivor. And why is it called Bladebot? Allow me to illustrate. Bladebot, if you would. What? No, put me down. Where did the American go? The loud one. I don't know who you... Like the rustling of steel leaves, blades spring forth from the hands and extremities of the robotic construct. Sacred girl de Jésus-Christ! Shall we play a game? Grupp picks up a fallen, unopened deck of cards. He shuffles. For every question you do not answer, I draw a card. If I draw a face card, you lose part of your face. That's horrible! I felt like I'd gone too long without being a bad guy. That... that is a terrible excuse! Tell me, dealer, who played at cards last at your table? Two... two Britons and an American. The American played well and the others did not. What did the American look like? I don't know. Two of clubs. Think harder. Handsome, I, I really don't know. He had flight goggles. Grupp consults a newspaper clipping, a mugshot of Nash, public drunkenness. Flight jacket? Yes, with a little shoulder patch on there. Looks like a dog with wings. See, now was that so bad? No. Lovely. Bladebot, hurl him across the room. <laughs> I've just heard over the wire from a squad leader. They've got a crew of dock workers tied and gagged. Beautiful. And how are you enjoying your first day out, Bladebot? By my breakers, Baron, I've never had such fun. The two tramp through the wreckage of the casino, master in creation, trailing destruction in their wake. Outside, almost dwarfing the structure it is tethered to, a black hulk of a vessel shifts in and out of the smoke. It is almost painful to look at in the daylight. The Baron's vessel, the Death's Head, is fully operational. Ah, is she not beautiful? Yes, she is not beautiful. Hey! By now, dozens of miles away, the Feathered Beagle hugs the coast. On the bridge, 
The atmosphere is tense. I tell you I don't care for this one bit, George. Being shot at isn't anyone's cup of tea, I think. I just... I get the feeling they were hunting for someone in particular. And that someone was me. You sound anxious, Nash. Wouldn't be good for the crew to hear. Even Admiral Nelson can tell, can't you, boy? Just getting this unsettling feeling. And you shut him up. I wouldn't. Admiral Nelson's a trained bomb sniffer. Oh, great. Now there are bombs on my ship. No, but... Nash, behind you! Out of nowhere springs a knife-wielding robot soldier disguised in a black boat cloak. It raises its blade to strike at our hero, but... George is quicker. With one tremendous swing of her spanner, the robot falls to the floor, twitching, finally stilling. Well, nice work, George. Lucky you had the wrench. A girl is never without it. And it's a spanner. It's a wrench. It's a spanner. It's a spanner. Whose side are you on? Good boy, Admiral Nelson. Smart dog. So your fears were perhaps not unfounded. Look at this, Nash. An imprint on the foot of this mechanical man. Robot. Robot. Look, it says Grop Industries. Damn it! The heat is off, he says. Let's go to Mexico, he says. He's hunting us. Who gave you his name? DuPont. He said he'd be an easy mark. We've always been good to DuPont. Why would he want us dead? I don't think it has to do with him. I think it might have to do with you. Great. Well, we'll worry about the why later. For now, we wrangle with the what. We should make sure that there are no more of these things aboard the Beagle. We are better. And for now, we run. We run far away. Several hours later, the Death's Head has headed back into the interior of the continent. The news travels faster than airship, however. Baron von Grupp and his chief financier, Lady Magdalena, inspect the hull as they walk. Your mercenaries made quite a stir, Klaus. It was not a successful operation. I'll warrant that much. You incurred a great deal of property damage. And for what? We have a few leads, Lady Magdalena. When you have Gulliver Nash, I will be satisfied. Until then, expect me to be exacting. I expect no less from my patroness. Is that what you've taken to calling me? That's almost endearing. (laughs) It's not that I'm bothered by the carnage, really. I know. But your men's antics have caught the Fuhrer's attention. He has demanded oversight from the Luftwaffe. Ah, really? Yes. See that your men are properly disciplined. We can't afford to draw notice like this. I'll be sure to be more discreet in the future. Baron von Grapp, sir. Yes, midshipman. Dispatch from High Command, sir. Just came in. Oh, Lady Magdalena, it looks like we'll be expecting visitors in... Well, just about now. The Luftwaffe's prompt. Germans are punctual. No kidding. Come, lady. To the docking bay. Soon, overlooking the docking bay, Grupp and Magdalena await the coming of their new Reich oversight. A small transport vessel docks and is tied down by Grupp's men. I must admit, I'm a little nervous. Who is they sending? I mean, surely not Zafira himself. No, we're not that important. Still. Feeling contrite? Hmm, no. Shall we descend to meet our new boss? Let's. The pair walk down the steel staircase as the hatch of the transport craft opens, revealing... Guten Tag! That's our new boss? 
Huh. What could inspire a reaction like this from our villains? What sort of fearsome purveyor of cruelty could give even our Baron Von Grupp pause? Good question. Find out next time when we return with the next thunderously entertaining episode of Sky Pirates. You're listening to the K-Word Theater of the Air here on KWUR 90.3 FM, Clayton. And now for a short musical break.
to go, no, no. Don't be afraid to take on the tough classes in high school. You need them to succeed in college. To find out what most colleges require, visit knowhowtogo.org. That's knowhowto, as in the number two, go.org. Brought to you by the American Council on Education, Lumina Foundation for Education, and the Ad Council, as well as KWUR Clayton 90.3 FM, to which you're listening right now. Yes, indeed. And this is, of course, the K-Worth Theater of the Air. I'm David Reinstrom. My name is David Bruno Brutman, and this is an explosion. Yes, it was. <laughs> and now for some manly one-liners from action movies. Because what goes better with an explosion than a manly one-liner from an action movie? Hey, punk, you know what would look better on the outside of your car? What? The inside. Your turn, Dave. Okay, I got one. All right. <clears throat> hey, your laboratory has a nice barbecue pit. Well, my laboratory doesn't have a barbecue pit. Now it does. Whoa. Okay. 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 You got one more? You, you do one. You do one. Okay. Uh, Inspector Caruso, uh, we found the perpetrator. He appears to have been killed by a letter bomb. Well, it looks like his arrest will have to be posthumous. Listeners, you're welcome. You are welcome for having been Caruso'd. Ah, oh, what a fine day this day was. I feel I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good about life. I'm feeling good about explosions. <laughs> Honestly, I could just sit in this studio and play explosions all day. I would not be surprised if you did that, but I think I'm going to tear us away from explosions. Okay, for fine. one more sketch. Fine. Is it an is it an explosions themed sketch? It's pretty extreme. It is. It is. Yes. How extreme? Extremely extreme. Extremely extreme. That sounds pretty extreme. It's got electrical guitars. Electrical guitars. Well, let's see how extreme these electrical guitars are. All right. Prepare yourselves, listeners. Oh, uh, Vanessa. Before we go to the to the restaurant, I gotta hit at the ATM get some extra money. Oh yeah, that's fine. Okay, cool. Um, there's one right over there. Okay, that cool. one. awesome. Please enter personal identification number. Withdrawal or deposit. Checking or savings. Vanessa, do I have a checking or a savings? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. A checking. It's, it's yeah, probably right. checking. Enter transaction amount. Please take your money and your receipt. Great. That was easy, Vanessa. <laughs> This kind of banking sucks! I want my banking to be extreme! Foster and Wells Extreme Banking is for you! Extreme! Motor scooters! Extreme. Skateboards! Extreme! Electric guitars! Extreme! When I go into my bank, I want all my organs to liquefy instantly! Wish granted! <laughs> when I make a deposit, I want to jump over 15 buses on a motorcycle. 
into a lion's mouth. Wish granted! Whoa! Well, when I go into my bank, I just, you know, want someone who's looking out for me. Wish denied! Welcome to Extreme Banking! Uh, hi, I'd like to make a deposit. Well, deposit this! Foster and Wells Extreme Banking! Extreme! Subsidiary of Foster and Wells. Bank not liable for injury or death caused by use of service. Member FDIC. Extreme! And that, ladies and gentlemen, is why Wall Street has no money. It is indeed. Well, that's... This... I mean... You know what I mean. This is, of course, the K-Worth Theater of the Air. We're going to take a short break, and then we'll be back with more Extreme! Exploration of the Finance Crisis! Lost 
Mistakes claim tens of thousands of lives a year. Help reduce your risk. Questions are the answer. Learn the ten questions you must ask at www.ahrq.gov. This message brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health, uh, U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AHRQ, and the Ad Council. Also, KWUR Clayton 90.3 FM and www.kwrd.com. I can't talk fast enough. Member FDSE. Extreme. Extreme. This is the K-Word Theater of the Air, bringing you an episode full of explosions. Yes! Explosions everywhere! (laughs) (laughs) He's going mad with power! I've gotten mad with explosions! Please, you must help me. He sees the control room. I don't know what to do. Here's what you do. Explosions! Okay. Dave, there's so many holes in the studio now. But wasn't it worth it? No, I'm cold. Wasn't it worth it for the, the, the brief warmth of an explosion? Dave, it's starting to rain. Ballooning out into your face. David, all my clothes are burnt. A romantic fireball. My body hair is gone. Well, <laughs> that's kind of an improvement. Hey, I will fight you. <laughs> Uh, I will I will smother <laughs> you with my hands. Uh, are you sure you won't smother me with your body hair? No, because it's all burned off now. You you jerk, you Bernie jerk. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay, we've got on long enough about my body. Hair. About your body hair. And... You know what? Some women find that very attractive. Oh no! It is I, a recession, I... <laughs> and heating bills are going up because Ladies. the price of gas is going up. Ladies, if you're like... living in a box right now, consider <laughs> burrowing deep into David Reinstrom's body hair. I will hurt you. You can reach him. <laughs> you can reach him at kwurradiotheater.wordpress.com. I will hurt you so bad. But seriously, ladies, if you're living in a box and you'd rather be warm. Ladies. <laughs> okay, so uh, we've had a fun episode about explosions I've this week. I've had enough of you. And... Uh, <laughs> I think it is about time that we play that music. 
Ah, bring us home, Johnny boy. That music that means it's time to read the credits. The credits are as follows. You were listening this hour to the KWUR Theater of the Air. Our executive producer this week was... Our art manager this week was... Our limericks this week were written by... And finally, our intern, whom we will be very sad to see go... Well, there she goes. <laughs> there she goes! That was Explosion Tinkle Tinkle Glass Shard. Yes, in she case you good. didn't catch that. She, she was, was good. She was good, yeah. All right, and now for um, some credits regarding episode two of Sky Pirates, which was, of course, written by me, David Ranstrom, and James Wolfe, Jr. Uh, but it starred Alice Sheldon, Alexandra Jensen, David Brunel Brutman, who is that guy over there? Hey. Evan Kuhn, Kareth Parashak, Michael Giserni, Willis Garcini, and uh, David Reinstrom. And I believe that's all, except for maybe more... Explosions. Take us out, explosions. <laughs> Bring us on home. Can we get another scream? Can we get another... Yeah. I, I, I don't know about that. Here, well, let's... I got one. I got one. I got one. I got one. I'm going to do this one. Okay, okay. All right, all right. Inspector Caruso, it looks like the perpetrator was buried in the rubble of that demolished delicatessen. Then I think we've got this case all locked up. God, hearing both of those going at once is serious cognitive dissonance. All right. That's enough. That's enough. See you next week, folks. Woo! Extreme.